2024 is upon us, and I bet you're starting to think about how you can make it a better year than this year was. So one of the things that often comes up for business owners at this time of year is knowing that they need a website, or maybe they need a new website. But do you have any idea where you should build it, where you should even put it? You've probably heard that Wix is easy to use or Squarespace gives you beautiful templates or you found a template you love that's for show it or that WordPress is the best for SEO and flexibility, but has a steeper learning curve. So with all of this in mind, which one do you go with anyway? Where you build your website matters. We're going to break down the biggest pros and cons of each of these website builders and platforms, allowing you to go into your choice feeling confident that you'll get what you need right now. You're listening to the Captain Coder Podcast. Each week, I take you through actionable strategies that can help you scale your service-based business online. I'm your host, Marisa Vanskyver, aka Captain Coder. One thing I wanted you to keep in mind as we go into our discussion today is that your website is the central hub for your marketing. Your ads, your organic social media, your email marketing, your content marketing, everything should lead back to your website in some way. Now your website is also unique in that it is one of the few things that can be 100% owned by your company. You don't have to let anything exist on your website that you do not want to. There's no ads. There's no um, other people's content. It's all controlled by you. Now, given these two big factors, your website needs to live somewhere that you don't have to worry about whether or not the copyrights are yours, your data is secure, and will still be there even if one of your website service providers goes out of business. That's not always going to be the case depending on where you choose to build your website. Now, as we go through this discussion today, Squarespace, Wix, Showit all have one major thing in common. They're a website builder program and host built into one. That means you use their software, you use Showit software, Wix's software, Squarespace's software to build your website and they give it a place to live. So you'll pay so much per month to have your website on their services, and you can't take that exact website and move it anywhere else. Not being able to move a website that you spent long hours creating to another host, to another location, can put you at the mercy of a third-party company, And that's kind of the opposite of that whole you own it thing with your website. You lose control. And um, anybody who knows me personally knows that, frankly, I just like having control over things as I can. That's probably one reason why I love WordPress.org. It is a free open source solution that allows you to build a website. Now, a WordPress website can live on a variety of different hosting platforms, including Bluehost, GoDaddy, don't actually host there, just it's an example, or WP Engine, which is my personal favorite. Now, if you don't like the customer service on one, you can move your same website to another company without 
any changes or downtime needed. So say for instance, you do host your website on GoDaddy and you find it's really slow and you feel like you need just a little bit better customer service, you can move it to Bluehost, you can move it to WP Engine. It's your exact same website, just where it lives changes. Now, if WordPress itself went out of business tomorrow, this is also really cool, its technology would still work for years, giving you plenty of time to switch up your website. And that's because you're downloading a set of files from WordPress instead of being reliant on their built-in platforms. Now, let's be real. There is a reason that WordPress powers over 45% of the internet. I get that sometimes you just need to get a website up now and get your online presence running. Website platforms like Showa and Squarespace make it look so easy and that you're kind of okay with the risks. But how do these platforms stack up against each other and WordPress in other areas? Now, one of the main complaints that I hear from people is, oh, WordPress can be very expensive to run. And let's be honest, WordPress can be just as cost effective. Prices have gone up across the board for everything. And website builders are really no exception. Now, one of the main points for many is that a website builder, a platform like Wix or Squarespace, is supposed to be more cost effective. After all, it's a host and builder in one, but that's not necessarily the case anymore. Now, Squarespace plans start at $23 a month. Wix starts at $16 a month, although they recommend their $32 per month option, and Squarespace has a lower option that's just not really worth it. Um, you also pay $24 a month for Show It, unless you want a blog, and then you're going to pay extra, like $29 a month. WordPress.org, on the other hand, is free to use with a lot of free plugins and even themes to extend your website. If you're DIYing a WordPress website, your biggest potential cost will come in the form of hosting, of a place for your website to live. And that can range as low as $12 per month to $24 per month and more depending on the size of your website. Now, the other factor that a lot of people have to keep in mind or hear nightmares about is WordPress can require some maintenance. You do have to update the plugins and update the themes to keep it secure, but higher quality hosting companies can take care of that for you and keep your website updated for you as part of the package. It's all automated. We can talk another day about why I like manual updates myself and for my clients, but if you are DIYing a website, WordPress can be just as cost effective as if you're going to Squarespace and can actually save you money in the long run. Now, the other part of this is WordPress grows with your business. One big thing to keep in mind, especially when you're building a website, how big are you hoping to grow? How many people do you think will look at your website? The bigger your online presence and platform, the more website power you're going to need. Now, if you have 10,000 people coming to your website over the course of a few days, giving you their credit card information, perhaps, or going through some kind of online course, you have to be worried about speed and security. Now, with a website platform, you're locked in. 
you can only get so much power and speed and you're going to pay more and more per month when you have more people visiting. And often you're locked in on something called a shared server. What that means is if someone else on your server is hogging resources, your website can actually slow down. Now you've got more flexibility with WordPress. I actually have a few clients that pay significantly more for their hosting, but that's because they need it. They need the security and speed a private server offers them, especially when they're sending thousands of people to their website for a big launch. Now you might be thinking, I'm not anywhere near there yet. But an important thing to consider is what happens when you grow? If, for instance, you're relying on a website platform, you're often stuck with what they can give you. And you can't move that website easily, which means you'll be looking at a redesign or at least an expensive migration when your business does grow. And think about it. What happens if you go through an explosive growth and you want to do some kind of launch? You can run into issues and then you're all of a sudden out of out of options to make changes because you're relying on a third party to run everything for you. Now, the other component to this is your choices are going to be limited depending on the platform you choose. Now, this is true for all of them, but it's especially true with Wix, Squarespace, and ShowIt. All three of these platforms were built to make website creation easy and, quote, more cost effective. Now, with that is obviously going to come some specific limitations. I mean, they were built for anybody's business to go and create a website. So obviously, there's going to be things there that just don't really fit in for what you're doing. There are only so many templates, especially on website platforms. That means the beautiful website you built for your business might look eerily similar to a competitor's. And while website design does have its trends and that could happen regardless, WordPress is an open source platform. That means thousands of developers across the world contribute themes, plugins, and more to the platform. Again, it powers 45% of the internet. So you can imagine that the amount of people who can help you is going to go exponentially with how many websites are out there using WordPress. This just increases your options tenfold because you can also customize further through direct code edits, which you maddenly can't do with most website platforms. Now you can imagine as an actual developer and coder, uh, that drives me nuts that I can't get in and just adjust some quick CSS code um, in Squarespace. It's a whole thing or I can't do anything to Wix, whatever. That gets frustrating, right? but you can customize everything with WordPress. So your vision can really become a reality. Now, another advantage to WordPress is you can have a WordPress professional custom code that website for you. That means you hire somebody who can make your website be totally unique to you and to your company, but still have the same power and functionality of WordPress that you've become accustomed to. So that's the websites that we design for our clients. They're all customized. They're all built specifically for them. And they get a return on that investment because we're making it for them, not for 50 companies of the same type and style. Now, 
You also don't have as many features depending on the platform that you are working with. Show it, for instance, doesn't appear to have any way to take credit card information or do any kind of uh, courses and things like that. So you're going to be limited depending on what you choose. Now, the other thing that I want you to think about when you're researching and looking at which one might be best fit for you is beware of having to edit your mobile and your desktop version of your site separately. When you're building a website, you want it to work well on a laptop or a desktop as well as a phone and tablet. Now, Squarespace claims to build all of its themes responsively, which means that it responds to the browser and the size of the screen something that Google actually prefers and um, recommends. It, it loves it when it's a responsive website. However, I have noticed that Wix in particular uses a slightly dated approach called adaptive technology. Easily put, so let's put this in layman's terms, that means that Wix lets you create a desktop version of the site and then you can edit and create a mobile version uh, with potentially different blocks and content, not something I'd recommend. This can be incredibly frustrating, especially because it means that if you need to change something on your website, you might have to go back and change it twice for it to appear on the desktop and mobile versions of the site. This is something I was actually looking at with a client the other day where they swear they had updated something and it wasn't on the desktop version because they forgot to check both versions. Now, if you're looking into WordPress and themes that you can buy for WordPress, just make sure that you choose one that touts the fact that it's responsive and you'll be good to go. The goal here is to minimize your workload so you don't want to have to worry about making changes on multiple versions of a website. That is just nobody's idea of a fun time, right? Okay, now the number one thing that I love about WordPress, it's just better built for SEO. I have seen some arguments for Squarespace, ShowIt, and Wix and their improved SEO experiences over the years. <laughs> My experience though with getting in there and actually trying to help clients on these platforms improve their SEO and improve their ranking is most of their SEO tools, uh, like simply editing meta descriptions and titles, are pretty buried and they're not very intuitive to find. Um, believe me, Mac has heard the cursing as I have tried to find them for clients over the years and I end up Googling and trying to trying to locate it that way. If those tools are buried, that means your average user just isn't going to take advantage of it. So at that point, what's the point? On-page SEO is important because it improves the discoverability of your website. It improves click-throughs from Google, so more people will choose you over somebody else's website. And it helps to optimize any backlinks that are created in any kind of external SEO strategy. Now, WordPress was created to be a blogging platform, and it shows. Blogging is one of the best ways to improve your SEO and create fresh content that Google and your readers love so the fact that WordPress handles this the best is a huge plus for your SEO. WordPress inherently comes with some pretty powerful SEO features, including some of the best built-in URL structures I've seen in any website creation, 
platform. Don't get me started on Shopify's. But taking the lead here, WordPress also lets you add plugins to help you supercharge your website. And there is literally no better SEO plugin than Yoast. Even the free version helps your website do some pretty amazing things, giving you tips on how to improve your posts and pages even. Now, my personal favorite is how much control I have over what Google indexes, so what it actually lists in Google search, and how easy it is to create the vital meta titles and descriptions that Google shows to the people looking for your content. And uh, that's what encourages your searchers to click on your link versus a competitor. Now, do you want to hear a crazy thing and something I just learned? If you want to blog on Show It, it not only costs you significantly more per month, but you'll be doing it through WordPress anyway. Now, from everything I've seen investigating the code for Show It and things like that, it appears to be built on WordPress anyway, and that it's customized to be more user-friendly. Now, here's the thing. Why would you make your personal experience confusing and not just go with the original so your entire experience as a business owner is seamless? You're not logging into two different places. You're not seeing two different platforms. You just get one easy blogging and website experience. Now, the most important thing, the really, truly most important thing is website accessibility on these platforms. Your website needs to be usable by everyone, no matter their abilities. The sad reality is the most platform builders simply, (laughs) they're not built to follow web accessibility best practices. I've seen a significant improvement in Squarespace and the code that it actually outputs, because that does matter. Um, But I've also seen some truly horrendous websites built on these platforms. Now, what causes web accessibility issues? At the end of the day, you just don't have control over the platforms. You can't control what code it spits out and whether or not that code follows best practices. So while yes, you can make some accessibility improvements in the design and the content side of things, a lot does come down to how it is coded. Now, unfortunately, this applies to many of the most popular WordPress theme builders like Divi and Elementor 2 that have a lot of documented documented issues with web accessibility. So this isn't limited to a website platform per se. However, with WordPress, you can have more control over the output, especially when you have somebody custom built it and they are web accessibility experts. I mean, just saying. (laughs) And you're able to make bigger changes that boost your accessibility. (sighs) You know, honestly, if you want website longevity, WordPress wins. It is easy to see that I love WordPress. I am totally admitting that I'm biased, right? But the most important thing to me is that all of these things combined that we've just talked about mean that WordPress allows flexibility for your business's growth. You may have a larger investment up front if you especially if you invest in a you know a done for you customized WordPress website, but that flexibility helps to protect your investment 
for a much longer term because your website on WordPress can grow more easily with you. WordPress is also easier to adjust and move around as needed. You can rest assured that you own your website versus being dependent on a third-party company and its own limitations. Now, WordPress's open source approach means that you can add powerful features like e-commerce solutions without costing you an arm and a leg and monthly service fees, as you can see on Wix and Squarespace or even ShowIt, which ShowIt doesn't even offer some of these things. I actually once cost compared a WordPress with WooCommerce website with a ton of features to Shopify. The client would pay a third per month with WooCommerce versus Shopify's fees. Now, if you're starting and you just need a footprint that you can create yourself and you have the time to invest in it, then a website platform might be right for you. But if you're looking for a website that will last and be a powerful sales tool, WordPress is always the way to grow. It just depends on where your business is now and where you want to be in a year, a two years, or a five. Now, if you want a full breakdown and checklist of all the features of the various website platforms that we talked about today, you can grab it at this episode, cappedcoder.com forward slash 070. It's also linked in today's show notes. I look forward to talking to you all again next week. If you loved our episode today, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or share this with an entrepreneur friend of yours who needs to hear it. Now, if you have questions about today's episode, reach out at cappedcoder.com. That's C-A-P-T coder.com or on Instagram at Captain Coder. Thanks so much for tuning in and talk to you next week.